Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jason and John, wings are healed here on the show. Don't take these broken wings. Are your wings broken, Jason? Uh, you, you, Put we're, them back together. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to yeah. heal them. We're going to heal them with some Ken Palm Day by day. Well, that helps, always. Is that, do you find a little peace in Ken Palm? Uh, found peace in Ken Palm for a long time, as you know. Yeah, he's uh, he's a lot of um, <clears throat> you know what the books go by in terms of making numbers now. Yeah, you know I prefer Ken Palm over your boy uh, Torbic. It? Bart Torbic. Yeah, um, who's doing it for free still? Yeah, I think he's tr- you know just trying to uh, you know Get in and yeah you know make a name you know that's how it goes. I mean Uber once upon a time was cheap dog. I mean people don't mm. remember that it was like eight dollars you know, and that was eight dollar flat rate. That was just, anywhere. That was yeah. That was just. I'm, I mean, it, it might. I don't been, know. I was never not but, a big Uber guy. But after a, a couple of years, it was like, oh, now you know the product. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. I'm saying so. Uh, that's the way it goes, dude. That's capitalism in America. <clears throat> don't don't uh, don't argue with me. Take it up with you know our founding fathers. Um, but one of the things that our country was founded on was uh, Ken Palm projections, and uh, it's interesting. You know, you look at. This season for the University of Memphis, no preseason top 25 ranking, uh, just outside at around 37, which is fine. I mean, obviously, in a perfect world, Memphis would be ranked. In a perfect world, you would have those expectations. But I think with the uncertainty of DeAndre Williams, that is certainly the difference here. Um, and Kim Palm is not always right. Uh, you know, he is just, you know, the one thing about Kim Palm is he has no bias, he has no. You know, agenda. It is simply just data. It is simply just numbers. Now, yeah. you know, data can be wrong. You know, data can. That's the thing. It's like what where where humans can can err is that they don't take data into account and they don't go with math. And where math can err is that math doesn't take in human uh, error, right, and human emotion and other things like that. So it's not perfect. But if you're wondering what kind of season. Ken Palm projects these Memphis Tigers to have. We now sort of have our answer. Um, Twenty-two and seven is the projection for the Tigers uh, at Ken Palm. Keep in mind, two games aren't. Yes, the two Battleford Lennis games could be bad. after Michigan. Could be twenty-four and seven. are not listed, so yeah. it'll be thirty-one regular season games. Could be twenty-two and nine. You know, I mean, it could be 23 and 8. I imagine the math would have you, it has you beating Michigan yes. by one. The math's going to have you, if it was listed, losing to a ranked Arkansas team and then facing whatever you do in that, you know, consolation round in the third round. So I expect, I, 
if it were on here, and again, it's because it's tournament he doesn't list it, I suspect that Ken Palm would have it one and one, therefore making the record 23 and eight. Yes. Because uh, so, as we said, he's got him beating Michigan by one. Exactly. So um, you have Ken Palm at 22 and seven without those two games, and a uh, maybe more importantly, 14 and four mark in the American Athletic Conference, which would be, to me, gross. I mean, I know that's a high bar, but like, we, look, we can't say Ryan Silverfield going eight and four in this league would be a disappointment and not apply the same standard to this basketball league because it is just as bad in basketball as it is in football. There is no difference. Um, North Texas lost its coach. UTSA is a mess. Uh, they have no money. They have no investment in that program. You know, it's just like last year, right? You have Tulane there hovering around. And you have FAU basically replacing Houston as your peer at the top. That is what you have. So four losses in this league, to me, and I'm just going to say it, it would be a disappointment. It would be a disappointment if this ends up happening. I think 15-3, and 16-2 is where you need to live. Folks, we got to get back to the Conference USA days with this program. Um, and what I mean is every single year expect to lose once or twice, and that's really the – that's it. I mean – Josh had undefeated years in Conference USA. 16 one, one, yeah. Right. Yeah, but I mean, if Josh Pastor had that, you know, I mean, Penny should have a year similar. I mean, this league is that bad. I mean, it really is. I, it's not that much different than Conference USA, you know? Uh, well, to your point, uh, Ken Palm only has one quad one opportunity for Memphis in yeah. conference play, and that is the FAU game that is there. there. Yeah. Actually, it's Ken, not even here. Ken, not even here is a quad one. No, because oh my God. Because, because he he actually isn't as high on Florida Atlantic as the rankings are. The AP ranking, obviously, Florida Atlantic number ten in the country. He's actually got Florida Atlantic at thirty-seven behind. Wow, five spots behind Memphis. So that's a little lower than market, I would say. On that's FAU. lower than market, and and again, I've heard people making the case that. Florida Atlantic should not be ranked number 10 in the country when they were a nine seed last year. That you're rewarding them yeah. too much for a strong run. What, what, you know, for a run to the Final Four last year. What, what I would say to that, though, is that unlike most in college basketball, and, and unlike anything we see really in college basketball, you bring everything back from that strong run. And, and it'd be different if there were losses like there, you know, clearly Memphis suffered great losses, only bringing back, what, two guys from last season, period. But the fact that they bring all of that back that made the strong run to the Final Four. Because what, 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 what I'll say about FAU, too, that I don't, you know, they're not going to do, well, you know, maybe they, maybe they, what they did in CUSA last year, CUSA is a bad conference last year, worse than the American. Okay. And, and the American, what, you know, you, you're, Memphis is coming out of that thing as an eight seed. Right. And so to think that they're just going to, you know, run through the same, have the same season they did last year in CUSA or even in the non-conference, probably a little bit far-fetched. To right. think they're going to win 33, 32 games again, probably a little bit far-fetched with yeah. its schedule. Yep. That said, I don't have any problem with them being 10 because you're rewarding the run they did last year and you're rewarding the fact that they literally bring everything back. Yes. And so, and frankly, Memphis needs this. If To John's point, if you don't have FAU right now as a ranked team or somebody, you know, a quad one opportunity, you have nothing. In this conference, with Nothing. Houston gone now, so Nothing. really, it's really a blessing that Florida, uh, Florida Atlantic is ranked this high and this yep. highly thought of because it's a good. You don't have anything else in conference that you can point to and say, "Okay, there's a quality win for us." Right. It's sort of like John said about Memphis football the next few weeks. There's no, there's no win. Yeah. Even it, in winning, it's the same it, for Memphis. You can basketball. only hurt yourself. Yeah. 
Exactly by losing. right. Yes. I mean, Memphis is going to have a huge talent so, advantage over almost every team in that league. My whole thing is it's going to drop some more this year in yes, terms of uh, in Even terms more. of the strength yeah, of I mean, the league. You know, Cincinnati so, was still a solid program. So a 14-4, bro. You know, decent, I guess. If FAU's won the conference tournament, you got a 14-4 mark in conference play? That's not – You're going to be in trouble. 14-4 cannot happen. If you, haven't, if you haven't done super well in the non-conference. You know, again, you were an eight seed last year. I mean, imagine. I mean, I just want people to understand, right? Imagine if we said during the John Calipari years, the Josh Pastner years, that they were on, on, on projected to go fourteen and four, or 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 you know, uh, uh, you know, twelve and uh, or thirteen and three in CUSA, because I think it was sixteen games back then. You know, imagine if that we, we, we people say, "Oh my, oh good God, that's not. We can't do that. We can't even be thirteen and three in Conference USA. It's freaking god awful." And that was when they had Houston. You know, I mean. This this league sucks. It's I mean I it's it it is it just does. It's 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 booty. So you have to run it. You have to. And 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 not even flirt. Four losses can't happen. I mean, unless somebody goes it gets it get like some one of the most important players is injured now for the season, like or two. I mean, it, the league is that bad. And it, it drops down from just the Ken Palm rankings. We said he's got Memphis ahead of Florida Atlantic in his thirty-two to thirty-seven. It drops down to eighty-seven after that to North Texas. Your third, what he's got is the third best team. Now some of us would look at Tulane. He's got them at ninety-five. But to the point about the drop-off, you're literally going fifty spots down to get to your third place, North Texas, UAB's ninety, SMU ninety-two, Tulane ninety-five. I mean, the conference is not. It's going to be. You know, not highly thought of. Right now, he's got him ranked ninth in the country behind the West Coast Conference and Mountain West. Um, mm. So mm. again, to John's point, you just can't afford yeah. to have four losses in conference play and hope to you know be anywhere near out of an eight nine spot that you were in. Frankly, I don't I don't know that you can have four conference losses and still be an eight seed. Well, uh, again, depending upon what you've done in the non conference, it's a very difficult non conference schedule they've got. Well, here's the thing. So, I, and I don't expect it either. Because the conference is that bad. It is so, that dude, bad. I mean, they're walking. You know, yes, still no DeAndre Williams, but they got, you know, they got they got enough bodies out there. You'd think, even in de- developing chemistry on the fly, developing a pecking order on the fly, uh, that you should be able to roll the ball out there in a couple of these instances. That's how bad it is uh, in conference this year. The Tulsa's, Charlotte's, UTSA's, uh, they're gonna be awful. Yeah, because here's the here's the thing, man. Um, when Dusty May leaves, and he will, if FAU has that type of season, then I don't think people are quite prepared for how. Then you have nothing you can it's compare a, it's to Houston. A, it's a vast wasteland. You have no win in conference that you can get that's going to impress the committee. Not one. You used to have two, maybe three, if you got lucky, right in the conference tournament. You'll have none. You have no opportunity in this league, in, in, in the new AAC, to get any kind of signature or, or even, Jason, even quality. Win, bro. I mean, you need Paul Mills to be good at Wichita State. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not talking about this year. I'm no, talking about for the lo- future exactly, of this conference. Exactly. Period. Yeah, I mean that you need him to do something you, desperately if you were Memphis. Look, the reality is Penny's job is about to get a whole lot harder because not only is he going to have to continue to recruit good players, he's going to have to be an absolute dog when it comes to non-conference scheduling, and that has increasingly been. Harder to do. That, that's what I'm saying. You can don't want to be a dog, but getting those exactly. games is difficult. I mean, difficult. there has yes, to be cooperation. Correct. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like they, that's those, hard to do. All these teams have commitments. They have you know Big Twelve, SEC challenges. They well, they have enough outside of their league to where 
there's really not a lot of incentive to play a team like Memphis. It just it's just the truth. So I get they've they've done a great job this year. They really have with A and M and Virginia and Ole Miss and you know. But can you keep that coming back year after year after year? You know, I think the one thing working for Memphis is that they have been relevant. They have been good. And they have gotten good players, and they have been in the NCAA tournament. You know, what I'm saying like that's why it's important, man. Get to the second weekend because if you're a draw, you'll get those games. But if you are not a draw, you will not get those games. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if you at least can boast that, like, oh no, we're 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 a second weekend team. We're top 25. You know, what I'm saying we're 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 getting number five recruiting classes. You know, like of course you want to play us. We'll bring fans. People want to see us. You know, if you're not doing that though, and if you're just like a ten every year, like I don't think you can really have that. Yeah, because they're all looking at their resumes and trying to build them for the tournament. Exactly. And that's the way they look at you. Does this help us exactly. or hurt us? Exactly. That's right. the way. And if you've if you've reestablished the brand, that's a that's attractive thing for you. It Most coaches is. are going to want yes. some out of conference tests. There's no, no question yep. about that. You you lose that, you're in real trouble. The, I think Penny John has it in a position where you can be like. Cal in those end of CUSA years, Josh there for a while for, for a minute there in CUSA. You're gonna have to be, and and particularly once Florida Atlantic loses Dusty May, like you're gonna have to be that team that's absolutely running it. But they can, with the with the quality of player he's allowed, to, he's capable of getting. So long as he makes a that second weekend run, there's nothing that says you can't be that that you can't be Cal, the most dominant thing in there, right? And then still be able to pull out a solid seat is that there ain't no margin for error in that life, right? But we we've been singing that song around here in Memphis for a long time. Now we're just, we're going back to it again in basketball. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's a real yeah. it's a yeah. real sort of crossroads for this. For See, the Zach Lowe got Shakespeare, you yeah. got crossroads. Uh, it's so. it's my it's and my go to. That's why you can't be smirch him. My go to. I don't besmirch. You know, you do your thing, man. It seems it seems to work for you. But you know, yeah, I think people probably are underrating and undervaluing the difficulty of the job. You know, for uh, because here's the deal, you know, college basketball is a pageant in the end. It is pageantry. It is I'm trying to put on the best wardrobe and the best face and make the best case to get into the dance. I want to be a four seed. I want to be a five seed. I want to be better than a five seed. Memphis cannot be a one seed anymore unless they go undefeated, bro. I mean, like, <laughs> Memphis is going to have to go undefeated, bro. Like, and I guess that's always been the case. Uh, but but forget that for a second. Like, to even be a four seed, what's their record going to have to be, bro? Three losses max in the whole year? Got to be Just to be a four seed. I think that's the kind of conversation we're having. Yeah. yeah. I mean, few. two two used to – they were in the uh, – I guess they had one loss, right? They had one loss, uh, the 07-08, when they were the number one overall. Um, so yeah, I mean it. That was, but again, dude, people don't remember. You had Tennessee, you had Georgetown, you had USC, you had all those Arizona, you had all those teams, man, that you were playing and beating. By the way, you know, like it took that kind of event, mm-hmm. and you know, the reality is for Memphis, they're gonna find it harder and harder uh, to make those kinds of cases in college football. It's not about a pageantry. You just go out there and you win the games, right? And you ultimately see where your record stands at the end of the season. And if you're 11-1 and one and you're the best record in uh, in the group of five, guess what, my man? It don't matter if you play Bethune-Cookman 18 times. You're going to the, uh, you know, Peach Bowl. That's the way it goes. Memphis does, basketball does not have that same luxury. They can they can run the table in, in, in the AAC in 2026. And guess what the country will do? Yawn. 
They will bat or not. They they will not care. It will not matter. You know what the what seed they were the year they won CUSA with a sixteen and Omar. Uh, that would have been a f- six. There you go, folks. That's and the, they had to play Michigan State in the second round. Uh, yep, and and that and that is and, and that was a a down conference where you ran the table. It's yep. what you're going to be looking at, especially once FAU is out of here. At least Dusty May is gone from FAU. That's what you're looking at. It's a slight, and man. so you the, the their non conference wins. Um, that year, they beat Tennessee. Um, in terms of non-conference, that was it because they lost to Louisville yep. that year. Uh, VCU in Minnesota, remember that was the battle for Atlanta. Yeah, I mean they could have they could have so got their a non-conference could have right? been better. Yeah, and Memphis I mean, can certainly top they that. They could have but they could they, they would I think the max they would have topped that out was probably a four. But now what was the what was the year? Uh, was it fourteen, fifteen, or fifteen? Um, because that was 13 when they went undefeated in CUSA. Mm-hmm. That, but that wasn't his best team, right? We always say that his, wasn't his best team the, the one that won was, all those top – It was 2013 They finally came, came through and won some top five. But, see, that was, was Louisville, though. You had Louisville in your league then, you know? I mean, they, they were the top five team, you know, and you beat them twice. So, I mean, that's you – don't, you don't have that anymore. Nah, the year in 13, Louisville was already gone. Oh, 12, 13, yeah, Louisville was I – think, I guess they came back. For one year, yeah, that AA, right. it was the four kings year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this, this sixteen and O mark that yeah, was that, Southern yeah, missing yeah, them, exactly, bro. That yeah. was not Louisville. What year was that? That was two thousand twelve thirteen. Gotcha. Yeah. What was the year that he beat all the top? He finally broke through and won some top twenty five games. That was thirteen fourteen. That was the year. No, nah, I'm telling you, 12, 12 13 is the year he went sixteen and O in conference. Yeah, and then that when he got the four kings, so 13, that's when he won the Old Spice the Classic, year. you know, and that's when he beat Louisville, and, and he was an eight seed. Yeah, that was the 18th year they had to play uh, George Washington and then Virginia. And I don't remember what their mark was in conference. Twelve and six. Yes, yeah, so that was bad. That was a that was a bad mark. But yeah. that was a, and that, that was, was actually, the, that was that, the year you had Louisville in it. That's it. Yeah, that, but you had t- and you that's had, why you you uh, got yeah, more credit that yeah, year. But you had Fran Dunphy, UConn was in the league. Like you had that was a Correct. good league. You know, I mean that's who put them out in the first first round of the AAC tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy two fifty three. That was a good league. This is not that. This is garbage. This is hot garbage, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. So I know we, I know we have these discussions about football, dude. Football's fine because people go to football games because they love football. And what? In the experience. Man, dude, that attendance is dropping. If it keeps going, if you do what we, what you said is going to happen in football this year, there ain't going to be many there next year. Well, dude, I, I worry, I mean, like I worry about basketball. You think they're attendance. just going to hit down a, a number and it's just going to stop, like what fifteen thousand season, and it's going to stop right there and not keep declining? Well, I don't know. I, I, that I, I don't know the answer to that. I just feel like this 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 non conference schedule for Memphis is just going to be brutal. I mean, it, it, excuse me, the conference schedule is going to be really brutal for Memphis. I know this is sort of a doom. Doom and gloom. Look, but it's just honestly the truth. It's real. Um, they got to get the hell out of this thing, man. For real, because the, the problem is going to be once FAU is done with yes, Dusty bro. May getting anything higher than a six seed out of this conference. That's what Penny's challenge is going to be. Yeah, you got Rice coming into the forum. UTSA, Charlotte, gross, man, gross. It's bad. It is. You can't go fourteen and four. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Hell no, nah, you can't, because that's the, you're not getting the tournament. You, I mean, you got two losses to FAU there. I'm assuming you're not getting the tournament with two, with two losses to anybody else in that league. Uh, you're gonna be on the bubble and you're gonna be on the wrong side of that mug if that's the record. So you better hope you you're better than your projections. And if they don't go to the tournament, that would be a a, a really bad development 
for yeah, this. Yeah, I don't think we'll be discussing that. Uh, but let's hope not. Uh, right now, Ken Palm has Memphis as a bubble team. I think that's fair to say. 22-7, and 14-4, that has you in the bubble. Well, again, the 32, you're ahead of FAU. Somebody's got to come out of there. So right. He, he's got you. Frankly, he's he likes you better than FAU going into the season in terms of in your conference. Right, right. Hopefully, you know that'll uh, straight you know sort itself out, uh, and and Memphis will you know be more like sixteen and two. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's the Kim Palm projections on this Memphis basketball season. All right, we'll come back. Trista Krieger and us on the other side. Talk to her about the NFL, NBA, more. Jason and John, ninety-two FM, ESPN. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Trista Crick, you know her, you love her. Catch her on BetMGM tonight on Twitter at Trista underscore Crick. Join us every Tuesday. She's here now. Hello, Trista. What's up, guys? I've missed you. You guys have been on and off again. What's up, Jason? It's been a minute. Hello. <laughs> yes, we have... Uh... We have we have had some uh, uh, internal things. There's no doubt, but we're here now, and we're going to be here moving. I have a forward. lot of I have a lot of internal things too that I battle. It's part of it, so, isn't it? Yeah, it's life. Just, it's, it's life. life. Yeah, honey, we all are a little crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, it's good to have something to fall back on. A hundred percent. Whatever that is. Yeah, when they say it's a, I, it seems I got everything I ever dreamed of, but I can't find no peace. Mm. But that's a that John Morant lyric he posted from Rob Wave, I was like, man, I'm feeling that, you know? Is, uh, that. is the thing that you lean on, is it still going to be the Kings or will it be someone else? In terms of where I find my basketball piece? Your piece, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the concept of Shaden and Scoot together. That's going to be a long – I mean, I'm not going to have to – I'm going to be able to put my uh, lean on that this season. This is more of like a long-term investment for me. The Kings, I think, though, could be the number one team in the West. I really do. I think they're going to be very hungry for the regular season in ways that a lot of teams are not going to be hungry. Yeah. I mean, that's I, look, I, I don't rule it out. I mean, I, I, I could absolutely see them running it back. Um in, in in terms of John Hollander thinks y'all are wrong. I'll just throw that out there. Have you have you have you seen that Trista? How low he's got the Kings? He's got him at thirty nine and forty three this year, eleventh in the West. Says they will well, not. I hope John. Yeah. I hope John Hollander is a friend of show. Uh, I'm going to text him right after this and tell him he's he's a hating ass. 
He's a Mark ass, hating ass bitch for that. That's what I'm telling you. Wow. I mean, it was. This is the. <laughs> I haven't seen anything like this that has the Kings this low. Most, the, you know, mo- nobody's this low on the Kings. I, I mean, it's almost made news. The point. He says I know. That, he says I they know, don't have a second know, unit this year, and if anybody goes down that starting unit, that it's over. So that's. I, that doesn't even seems make extreme. any sense. Yeah, it seems extreme. They're, they're deeper. They're deeper than they were last year. You're gonna have probably Chris Duarte start over Kevin Herter. He says that's shaky at best. I mean, I think that Duarte's defense, especially in the pick and roll situation, is way more physical than Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter coming off the bench is going to be like an absolute rain down of threes. Malik Monk. Probably could be in the mix for six man of the year. The winner is obviously going to be. You should bet it right now is Drew Holiday because if they bring Drew Holiday off the bench, he's winning it. Like, I mean, it's going to be Malcolm Brogdon, and it's going to be him. It's just Boston Celtics guys coming off the bench. He's going to fill that Brogdon role. But like, you you have him. You've got Keegan Murray taking another step. You got David Davion Mitchell taking another step. You got Javale as one of the best pick and roll guys offensively. Best one of the best role man two years ago. Uh, I mean, they've got. Pieces. Let's not act like Nerlens Noel is just some sort of scrub. They added like you have guys like uh, like Chime Okiki on this team last year, and they were a three seed. We're no shade to Chime Okiki, but like, do you guys know who that is? Like, should I know who that is? No. They got rid of a lot of dudes that were getting like Terrence, like Terrence. Uh, what was this kid's name? Terrence Davis. With one R, he's not on the team anymore, and he got significant minutes no, in the playoffs. Like, now, now, now Terrence is from around here, Trista. I have to step up. I like you, Terrence you, Davis you, a lot. I actually, what? I actually like Terrence Davis a lot. But they, if they moved away from TD, I get the they point. feel like they got better. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's it's fair. It's fair. And what in terms of the Grizz themselves? Um, yes. What what should we expect? Do we know what we should expect? Okay, so I want you guys to, because a lot of these hits, you know, I give an opinion, and then, like, a lot of times they just kind of move on, and they either think, like, oh, that was really smart, or that was really stupid. So, But I, I want you guys to just actually give me the feedback of what my estimation of this team is so we can have some de- discourse, because I've been, I've been debating my friends about the Grizz for, like, four or five days. Okay. I am a little bit concerned about the roster construction. I love Tyus as like this guy off the bench to be the table setter, but you know, best assist to turnover ratio in the NBA. He's now gone. As you guys know, I'm a little concerned about that. You add in Marcus smart instead of the Dylan Brooks. I like Marcus smart as a guy. I don't know how he fits when jaw comes back. Is he coming off the bench as a six man? Like, does he want to do that? Uh, like, cause he's, that's not really his natural role. He's not like a three, so what's that going to be? Like, you look at the depth of this team, and I know a lot of people are hoping for Santi Aldama and Jake LaRavia to take a step, but I feel like if that's what you're hoping for, if that's like what the barometer of success is relying on, is like that's very, very scary to me. You know, no Brandon Clark for, I think, the whole season, right, guys? Like, I think he's out for the whole season. Good chance. Yep, but he uh, good chance. That's, he was key. Uh, small ball five, very, very key in terms of like what you guys did in the playoffs two years ago. Like Steven Adams was hurt at the end of last year. Like I'm concerned about that. Like Jaron Jackson can't play defense without fouling. He's not going to really be a five unless he's going to be like the Carl Anthony Towns five where he's like getting four quick fouls and he's sitting on the bench. So 
to me, it's like a lot of questions. You need Desmond Bain to be like all NBA level. And, and I also think that outside of Desmond Bain and outside of Luke Kennard, the shooting, especially once you get to the playoffs, is going to be a real question mark. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I, it will be, as it always typically is. Um, but, I mean, I think there are, you know, there are always moves they can make. You know, they do have some, you know, some ammo, which I do, you know, I feel like that's something that you could, uh, that you could cash in. I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I'm with you. I, I would tell you, uh, Trista, that Bain's probably going to average the 25 he did before he got injured last year. That's what it feels like. I mean, he's already at 21-22 battling through an injury last year. If, and, and the chance to do it is there early on because Jaw's out. So the chance to mm-hmm. run it through him. Jaron's got to continue to take a step up offensively. You're right. I mean, he's got to stay on the floor. He led the league in fouls per game last year. That's got to come down. But you saw the the step up, particularly when Ja was out and he had to. And defensively, I mean, he's the best in the game. Those two have to make the step up. If that happens, then you're fine, whether it's a Zaire Williams or a Luke Kennard or it's a Marcus Smart and it's a small you know, front three that you're rolling with once Ja's back. I just feel like those those things will get worked out. You you made it, you know, Tyus in the regular season was great for this team. And you wonder mm-hmm. about that part. What was it? A couple of years ago they 20 and 5, you know, when Jaws out and Tyus is in there. The one thing he never helped with was playoffs. So so I'll give you, know. you the the thing on Tyus as, as a regular season contributor, yeah, there's a good chance they're they're going to miss him quite a bit, but you know, it's Marcus Smart at the time for the time being in that spot. And then we'll see once Jaws back, whether it's him at the three or a Zaire Williams, who they feel good about, but we need to see it in the regular season. They've been banking on that for a while now. I think they, they get it figured out. See, Zaire, if he's good, if he's good, Trista, in a three and D spot, and he shot the ball decently well in the preseason, then he can actually raise up the level uh, because of that. Sure. He's 6'10". He was chasing around Steph in a playoff series against Golden State, averaging eight, you know, two seasons ago. If he can stay mm-hmm. on the floor... You know, there can be something there. And plus, unlike Dylan Brooks, he's not pulling against you. He's pulling with you. And so with the other guys, you figure, okay, this is, you know, you made it sound like the, the, that, you know, like John Hodges got the Kings 11, like you got the Grizz 11. I'm just trying to see you, trying to pull you up a little bit. Oh, yeah. But you guys do agree that the, the general estimation of my concerns are accurate, yes? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, th- I think Steven, we feel like he's healthy, so we're not going to have to worry about that too much. But, again, got to get to the regular yeah. season and see it. But they're but, get yeah, yeah, generally there. Generally, the, the concerns are yeah, you're not coming out of left field with your concerns here. They are all concerns. I like, as you guys know, I like the Grizz. I want you guys to succeed. I think a move, John made a very, very good point. If you make a move, especially like we all know what the move is, don't we? Like we know it's like, oh, gee, I don't know. Get out, gee. And if you could figure out a way to get a wing like that, like that changes. Even, and I know he's not healthy, but even I was thinking about this because I was doing a whole divisional preview um, on on the Southwest Division. If you could get like a healthy Trey Murphy, and I don't think they'd ever give him up. Not now. Like a Trey no. Murphy would help you a ton. Like a 3 and D, long, yep. can do a little bit of everything, space the floor a little bit better for jaw. Mm, could be nasty. It is. That's that's what's so sad here is unfortunately you're trying to get Zaire to be more like Trey Murphy, who you could have had at seventeen if you don't move up to ten with New Orleans and take Zaire. That's kinda of, if you could get him to be more Trey Murphy like, which they're hoping it will be like this year, then it actually it actually does fit. But no, they they they've definitely got concerns. And and the you know, the first one is, is getting through these first twenty five games. Yeah, David Roddy should probably uh figure out plan to not be a bowling ball, but you know, that's just me. 
Yeah. We're talking to Trista Crick, uh, host of Bed MGM. Oh, and Kenny Lawson. Kenny Lawson. That's, That's right. Uh, Kenny host Lawson of. Came in what, at 300. Bed MGM tonight. Oh, hey, how about uh, how about your Dallas Cowboys? I'm not a believer, guys. I'm not a believer. That was a win. We're just going to continue to just pretend that that win did not exist. The Niners are still the best team. They have a bunch of injuries. We're not doing anything in the playoffs. Don't ask me about the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy's still very bad. Dak had played a hell of a game. He's using his legs. He has to lose it, use his la- legs in order for them to do anything. There was a lot of fluky plays, like that Tony Pollard like prayer that turned into a 60-yard uh, reception like after the catch. But this is not this is not a good team, guys. This is like good defense, pretty shaky offense. What, what, yeah, what, offense not on the same page with the coach. What did you What did you think of the quality of the game from Dak last night, though individually? Oh, pretty damn good, I'd say. Dak, like I said, and I said this maybe two weeks ago, you have to have Dak do the things that he did at Mississippi State in order for them to be successful. And his rookie year, right? A lot of RPOs, a lot of design runs. Dak using his size, and he's not, like, slow. And so he's, he's an athletic runner, and that's what he did where he was electric in college, and that's what he did his rookie year when they kind of, like, he just burst on the scene and they didn't have the ability to build an offense with him in mind, right? They just kind of did it on the fly and, and did what he did in college. So that's what they have to do. Uh, they have to do that what they do for Jalen Hurts, right? Like you saw the tush push that didn't work, but that was like, okay, I see what you're doing. There's just no offensive identity. And if they can give Dak the freedom to be him instead of, either just giving the ball to Tony Pollard into a stack box, like half-back draw on first, second, and third downs, like putting Dak in a really tough spot in like known passing situations. Like they're just not putting him in the situation to succeed. And last night I thought he was in that situation where he could. There were some still shaky calls, right, like the, a lot of those half-back draws. But like Dak made the right reads. I thought Brandon Cooks was really good for them last night. CD getting the opportunity in the middle of the field. Like, that's where you want to exploit the Chargers. So I thought he played really well. I was actually fading him in his passing yards at under 299.5, which is like an alternate number, and he almost hit that. If, it, if they would have gotten the ball back, he would have had that. It was very, very, very very shaky, but he was awesome. Dak, Dak played really well. Uh, once Mike McCarthy's fired, whether that's in season or end of season, who you who you want? Is there a name? I want name? Ben Johnson. For the, yeah, I want oh. Ben Johnson from the Lions. Yeah. Uh, you see what he's doing with Jared Goff. He's turned Jared Goff into a top-five quarterback. And that was the guy who they just threw in in that trade for Matthew Stafford. They were like, well, we have to kind of make the salaries work. We don't need a quarterback anymore. You can guys, you guys can just have this reclamation project. And he's been awesome. So if you – and he's a very creative play caller. You see how good Amon Ross St. Brown is. Yeah. You see how they use their weapons with, the, like, their running backs, right? Like, you've got – a bunch of different platoons that they don't really do in Dallas right now. So, yeah, I love Ben Johnson. I think he's the dude. I like Especially that. if you can keep Dan Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trista, always appreciate the time. Good stuff as always. Have a great week. Thank you. Thank you, Trista. Love you guys. Love you back. See you soon. Thanks. She is Trista Crick. Uh, joins us every Tuesday here on the show. Yeah, Ben Johnson seems like he's a pretty good one, you know. Yeah, that ain't Dan Campbell. He's responsible for the fronts. Right. Yeah, so he seems like a uh, you know he'll he'll be one of the he'll be one of the hot ones for sure. 
uh, you know, when that time comes, we'll see, you know, what the best situation is. But yeah, you'll uh, be looking for one. I doubt it, man. I mean, three and three right now, sadly. I mean, he didn't get fired really? after y'all gonna win seven games or something. You just stick with him. Seven, you gonna win seven games because the number was six and a half. Yep. What you gonna win? I assume so. And you are gonna stick with it? Wow. Uh, sadly, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> seven and ten coming back. They stuck with him after last year. And what was the record last year? I think it was six and eleven. So oh. seven and ten would be an improvement, bro. You know what I mean? I think I'm pretty sure it was six and ten. Let's <sighs> let's look. They were. Uh, and Mark's gonna be fine with that. Yeah, it's pretty brutal, man. They were third in the AFC West last year. They'll be third again. Um, How yeah, many more years on that? Six and eleven last year. Yeah, so. Y'all didn't give him a Gruden. You didn't give him a ten. No, nah, but I mean, you're still paying the Gruden thing, aren't you? Or did you fire him with cause? I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember. I think he might have actually gotten out of that one. He might have fired him with cause. Uh, I think so, Mark might have gave it to him anyway. Yeah, he loved him so much. So anyway, uh, yeah, Ben Johnson. I, 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 as much as I'd love it, I don't think it's going to be uh, in the cards for us at this time. You know, we'll see if it's like another, you know, high prof, high profile organization, but it ain't going to be ours. Anyway, thanks, Tristan Crick, for joining us on the show. We'll come back, wrap it up. Jason and John, I'm trying to fam ESPN. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 